I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> I just dropped a bombshell and Nicholas isn't talking to me now. That was the perfect start for five seconds before we hit record. Not that I'm talking directly to someone, but if there's anyone else in this room, I would say that you're going to have to introduce the podcast because I'm processing some real traitorous behavior. Right A now. real um, treasonous. Um, not trail. to be Olivia Rodrigo, but. <laughs> um, hello. Hashtag traitor. Hello, I'm. Hashtag bitch. <laughs> I don't feel like I ever really. Hashtag the corporate shill. <laughs> Sell out. Sell out. I don't know how. Crossing the picket line. That's not true. Scab. Scabby actor. <laughs> Um, I don't know how to introduce the pod. I don't feel like I've heard done it in speaking three the, years. Speaking of the SAG after um strikes. Hi Madison and you're Nicholas, yes. Hi, welcome to What the Fuck is Happening in the Podcast. <laughs> speaking of the strikes. It's been a minute. Yeah. I'm Nick. I'm Maddie. Also known as Traitorous Whore. <laughs> um anyway, speaking of the strikes. The bitch we don't talk to anymore. Um Oh, what was it for? Sad I can't remember what movie. Oh, it was for the Gran Turismo movie coming out. Which at the moment is right up your alley. Yeah, the Gran Turismo movie. Um, Sony Mm -hmm. put out a statement, and they were like, "Hey, we're pushing back Gran Turismo by two Gran Turismo by two weeks, even though it comes out in two weeks. So now it comes out in a month. Right. Um, We just want to say, even though the actors can't promote the movie, the fans can. No. And everyone was like, (laughs) but we won't. (laughs) No." I'm good. Yeah, Honestly, though, like, low-key, the Gran Turismo movie looks good. Does it? I think it does. Have you watched the trailer, though? No. Yeah. I long. didn't even know if it was a thing until this conversation. Yeah. I did also see today, maybe yesterday, I'm not sure. I think it was Disney+. Are Plus. you talking close enough to that? I think it was Disney+, Plus <laughs> who was saying that the way they're getting around the writer's strike is that they're just now using AI to write scripts. No. I saw that. You, yeah, you know, you, you read the first line of a headline and... It was, I think it was just a tweet. And you hashtag Carly Rae Jepsen run away with it. I, that's so true. Run away I, I don't even think me. I saw any Greatest sources. song of all time, Carly Rae Jepsen run away with me, not a better song. Not a better song. Um, no, the song. actual headline is that Netflix and Disney mm-hmm. are hiring for roles at the moment for a person... There you go. ...whose salary is $900,000 a year. What the fuck? ...to just be in charge of the AI... And to, like, implement it in certain places. That's maybe the most obscene thing I've ever heard in my life. And, like, imagine putting that out in the middle of the strike that's partially Should about Should I AI. get that job? <laughs> <sighs> I think I'd sell out for $900,000 a year. I'd sell out for way less. I think I would, too. I'd sell out... I don't know. And it's 20 American, bucks and a hand I would job. assume, as well, right? <laughs> like, sorry, it's USD is what I mean. Talk about USD. This is like 1.5 Australian. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. What are you talking about? We're not having a conversation. We're talking at each other. 
Stop rubbing your eyes. You're making me want to rub my I'm eyes. I'm sorry. It's itchy. Oh, God, you're such a bitch today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Speaking of, Nicholas. For the past, like, we're gonna four months. blame each other. Maddie and I, in solidarity with the writers, each other, and what's good and right, morally and ethically, have been boycotting Netflix. Yes. So we've been making some big waves over <laughs> Netflix HQ. <laughs> They're missing out like $25 a month. Yeah. Each. Yes. Pretty big deal. We've lived without it for three months. Yeah. To be fair. Seconds. When I'm at my, when I'm at my most vulnerable, (laughs) seconds before we press record on this very podcast, (laughs) Maddie tells me, by the way, I resubscribe to Netflix. (laughs) So just in case anyone wants to know, Maddie's conviction holds two and a half months. <laughs> okay, Max. To be fair, I have not yet actually watched anything on there. Mackenzie was just like, I really want to watch the new season of The Witcher. Ew. And I was like, okay. And he said, but I'm already paying for subscription services. And I was like, oh, fine. Okay, I'll do Disney, but I'm not. You paid for it. Disney. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. I'm playing some Netflix. But I said I'm not going above the $8 one. So we're doing that. Doesn't that have ads? Yeah. It does. What's the point? I'm not paying more than $8. Is there ads in the middle of the episode? Apparently. I haven't watched anything on it, but apparently Mackenzie said that there's like two ads per episode, which is fine. What's the point? Of what? That. Having, like paying plus having ads. Well, I'm not paying $25 an hour. $25 a month. That's too much. It's too much. I'm not. I don't want to. Anyway, apparently the Henry Cavill's final ever episode of The Witcher Mm. isn't even like a grand send off. Um. It's literally, he misses out on like 70% of the episode or something. No. And he misses out on the big fight mostly because he's in like a coma from a fight from the previous episode. And that's his last episode is like him asleep. (laughs) That's awkward. But I feel like it's a... F- they must have been really shitty about it. It might, not be, it might not be the send-off he deserves, but it's the send-off that makes sense. Yeah. In this terribly written show. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I haven't watched any of it. It was so bad. It had no redeeming qualities. Really? L- genuinely. Henry Cavill looked pretty hot. That's the only thing. And that even wasn't enough for me to continue with it. Really? It was so fucking bad. The writing was horrible. Uh, honestly, most of the acting was pretty bad. <laughs> Um, and also, like, the visuals, the CGI and stuff, looked like Once Upon a Time in 2011. Ooh, that's not good. Giving Ursula the Sea Witch. <laughs> Giving the evil witch in her completely CGI castle. Let's be f- for fucking real for a sec. Once Upon a Time, the ABC uh, yeah. America TV show. Yes. There the was no reason they needed to be using... Mark all CGI. Period. And wigs, because there was that one scene where Meredith adjusts her wig by accident and, like, it fully shifts. Anyway. um, (laughs) Once upon a time. Yes. There was absolutely zero reason that they needed to make so many of the sets CGI. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It would have cost just as much, if not the same. Yes. To use a practical set. Yes. They just didn't want to be bothered. But instead, there's scenes fully where the evil witch, what's her name? Evil queen. Is in a completely cartoon yeah, throne room. Bad. And it's like, why? <laughs> yeah, no, it was not good. Why? It was not good. It really... The first season, I felt like, fine. Totally Did you fine. watch the last season? I don't think so. 
Is that the one where well, the first Emma season's wasn't even in it? The one, the first season's got the least amount of CGI because it's yeah the least like well, exactly. magical. It was good, perfect. Season one is one of the greatest shows of all time. Seasons of television, in my opinion. Whack. Season one of Once Upon a Time. Season two, two of the one hundred. <laughs> Personal drink under what was that laugh? I don't know. I'm trying to be quiet. I'm, it's giving Justin Bieber interview. <laughs> think about that once a day <laughs> i know true because imagine if you were that reporter i know and you laugh I and know. justin bieber makes fun of it and i know the way he makes fun of it <laughs> i would never recover i would never recover <laughs> like my psychologist says that our generation uses like unaliving yourself too much as like a joking response to things very accurate but i would unalive myself if justin bieber at the age 13 yes, did with his full me. side sweep <laughs> <laughs> I know that would be that you wouldn't be able to live that down. No, I'd... and it's not even like it happened in private. It was like it was for the world, <laughs> for the world, <laughs> for the world. And it was so unhinged that it just pops up every now and again. Everyone resees that clip. So it's like that interview with um, <sighs> Demi Lovato, where the interviewer was like talking about food, and they go, "So, what's your favorite dish? <laughs> Probably a mug, <laughs> yeah. because it's sturdy and has a handle." Iconic. Or that Debbie, all Debbie Ryan interviews, actually. So true. I don't want to make history. I walked into the the head of Disney Channel's office and I said, I want to make make history. history. And And that's that's what what this this is. (laughs) On the red carpet for a Disney Channel original movie, Radio Rebel. Was that what it was? Yeah. The same movie in which, you know, the meme where it's like. Yeah, I do. That one. (laughs) I want Debbie Ryan's confidence. Do you know what? what? No, I reckon it's equal to that of a straight white man. And I think that's why we want it. I think Debbie Ryan is straight and white. But, I mean, not to put a gender on her, but I don't think she's a man. <laughs> you know? No, but She's the Man is a great movie. <laughs> so true. We watched that recently. Slay. House Down Boots, Mama. <laughs> that was good. Stay the House Down Boots. What? Anyway. Everyone in that movie gave off fruity vibes. She's a man. Mm. I think it's because they were willing to put their whole pussy into it. Not no. I feel as though that we watched Bring It On and She's the Man. I feel like there should be a sequel for Bring It On with everyone now. Right. And everyone's just gay. Kirsten Dunst and Eliza Dushku, like. Mm, They're together. Kissing, like very cruel intentions. Vibes. Is that what it's from? I don't know. I haven't seen that. No, I don't think it's Cruel Intentions. I think it's... Oh, fuck. What's that other one? I think it's like... um. I saw the scene as a kid and it traumatized me. Right. Wait, wait, wait. I had this one scene that I saw as a kid. I think I was like itty bitty. And I was just like walking to the bathroom at night. Mm-hmm. And I saw this scene on the TV and it's traumatized me ever since I was a child. It was just like of someone like, I think dad must have been watching it or something. I'm not even sure. It was someone being boiled alive in a river and of their like dead body. And I was like traumatized by it. I don't even know. (laughs) It was really intense. And I've remembered it for like 15 years. And then I was randomly watching a movie last year and that scene came up. I was like, I can't believe I found it. (laughs) I've seen the what. Why was the river so hot? Well, there was volcanic activity happening underneath it. 
for in case anybody wants to oh, know was the movie, that... it was Dante's Peak. I was about to say it was that. Pierce yeah. Brosnan. Yeah. Slay. Yeah. Um, it was Cruel Intentions. I was correct. There you go. And it's a kiss between Sarah Michelle Gellar Ooh. and Selma um, Blair. Selma Blair. Okay. Iconic. And fully. I'm down for that. Have you seen it? No. I'm going to show you right now. We'll get your live reaction. You might turn gay. <laughs> this one scene is going to be enough to do it. I mean, it's pretty hot. <laughs> I mean, you said Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. And Sarah I was, Michelle Gellar? And I was in. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's fair. I feel like Sarah Michelle Gellar should be like Reese Witherspoon level. I totally agree. I think probably after Bubby, she was like, oh, I just need a little bit of a break. And then unfortunately that break took too long and then she couldn't. Did she take a break after it? Yeah. I'll tell you what though, her comeback being Scooby-Doo? No, that was happening while she was filming <gasps> Buffy. She was the Debbie Ryan of her era. She, she walked was. into the head of Warner Brothers and said, <laughs> I want to make, I wanna make history. <laughs> and that's what Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed was. I actually think Scooby-Doo 2 might have been after Buffy, but the first one was definitely during Buffy. Buffy didn't end until 2004. I don't know when Scooby-Doo 2 came out. I'll Google that while you no, Google no, your No, no, I'm ready. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is a kiss scene in Cruel Intentions between Sarah Michelle Gellar and Selma Blair in which they're trying to... Sarah Michelle Gellar's trying to teach someone about how to kiss, how to make out. It's giving Weathermillers. Okay. Oh, that was so iconic. That was. Oh, not the dark hair. Not the dark hair. While she's watching that, Weathermillers is an underrated film, and I need that sequel that was planned. Okay, she's watching. This is a lot of tongue. There's a lot of tongue. This is a lot of tongue. Watch. Sorry. The silence is building up to the moment. <laughs> did you not did you not see the moment what moment the absolute trail of saliva when they pull apart no it's like one of the most iconic pieces of film history yeah I didn't that didn't feel like a trail. <laughs> that was a huge amount of saliva. That was an appropriate amount of saliva for how much tongue was involved in that kiss. <laughs> Not no. Also, Ryan Felipe's butt is in Cruel Intentions. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Ryan Felipe is? Do you ever wonder why you asked me to do this podcast? <laughs> do you ever wonder why you've not seen any movie ever? I know the answer to that, so no. Slay. Anyway, so today's podcast... Right. What is a double betrayal? One, we were betrayed by society because they all went to, to see Barbie and didn't leave us any parks to go into <laughs> yeah. the cinema. So Even we though we'd already paid for tickets. tickets online, paid, <laughs> and could not get into the cinema to yeah. actually watch it. Yeah. So there are two empty seats in that cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we went. And we still gave our money to Barbie. <laughs> we did. We did. It's giving um, the conservatives, the right wing Republicans, yes. booking out full cinemas of that Sound of Freedom movie. No. No. I was thinking it's giving Democrats booking out tickets to the Republican rallies and then no one showing up because, you know. Mark. Yeah. So we got so we got snacks. Oh, yeah, we did. To ease the hole in our hearts. Hole? Hole. Post Barbie. Hole. Did you already have those here? No. I bought them last time. Okay, don't eat them yet. I'm a little scared. What are they? So these things went viral on TikTok fully 
18 months ago. (laughs) (laughs) So the trend is not trending. Crispy marshmallow. They're called crispy marshmallows. Okay. Oh, they're not vegan. That's okay. So crispy marshmallows. Uh, And they went viral on TikTok because they're like exclusive to Kmart Australia. And they're like very unique in flavor, apparently. And like right. crunch and texture. How did the Americans ever jump in on this the viral trend? Wow, well, they it pretty was an sad Australian. About okay, can I eat it yet? Yeah. Oh, that wasn't as crunchy as I was expecting. It's hurting my teeth. Chewy. Oh god. I don't know if like flavor wise, it's very but sweet. But the texture that was really uncomfortable to be in my mouth. The flavor's yummy for the first two seconds, and then it's just so overwhelmingly sweet. Right? It kind of tastes like something. Strawberry. Sure but though. I don't know what. It's, and, like, the outside of it dissolves, and then you're left with this, like, stale marshmallow on the inside. I'm kind of living for the texture. It's kind of fun. I don't think so. It's kind of, you get, like, one crunch, and then it's just really chewy. Oh, my God, it's sweet. Mine are that sweet. <laughs> I think they're the same ones. I don't feel like they're that sweet. Really? Yeah. I'm not getting a crunch. I'm not getting a crunch. I either. mean, they're not crunchy marshmallows. They're crispy marshmallows. I don't think they're that crispy. Interesting. I don't like them very much. Anyway, here's our bag of snacks. Yeah, well, no, I'm... eat the rest of them. I'm going to be sick. I need water. I feel sick in my tummy. I feel sick in your tummy. I have tea. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to put the bags straight now. We have a twirl. A twix. A twix. A twist. We have Reese's peanut butter cups. And Tony's chocolate. 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 Interesting. Now, if this chocolate's not world-altering, mind-shatteringly good... How much was it? Like, ten bucks? It was eight plus dollars. That's not right. Which is why if it's not mind... Like, if it doesn't make me come... <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> I will be asking for a refund. 30-day money, but guarantee. If Tony's chocolate doesn't make you come, honey, okay. refund. Let's, we better crack this out. And considering... We are of opposite genders. We've got a hundred percent of, got most of the percent of the testing to yeah, find out if this is friend. orgasm inducing. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone is intersex in Brisbane and willing to come on this podcast, eat a piece of this chocolate and see if it makes you come. <laughs> Hit us up. Send us a DM on Instagram. Slay the house down boots. <laughs> oh God, what? What shape is it? Oh, it's not squares. I hate that was that. disappointing. I hate not squares. It's like diamondy shapes. No, it's not. Look at that. Ew. I don't want that much. I fucking eat it. I don't want that. Well, I don't want it back. Oh, that's a finger. I don't want a finger. Oh my god. I'm not good. You know what I'm Fine. I just like that it's good. I wouldn't choose it again. 
this riveting content. <laughs> no, I would not buy that again. No, I would, absolutely not for $8 either. Tony Chocoloni. You've got some work to do. Yeah, lower your price by like $3 or make better chocolate. I think probably the second one would make better chocolate, personally. Okay. I've never had a Reese's Buttercup either. Can we have one of them? Yeah. But wait, have you seen, you know, Mr. Beast? The one who gives away things for mm. free? He has like a chocolate brand. Why? I don't know, because it was his dream. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can. <laughs> anyway, which, side note, they sell it in Australia at all Woolworths and Coles now. Right. So like, it's a big enough brand, I guess. But anyway. Mr. Beast, do you know this? Uh, the Keith guy on TikTok who does all the food reviews? Yeah. And he's like brutally honest. Yeah. So Mr. Beast was so confident in his chocolate flavors that he went to like Keith's house. Oh no. And was like, hey, let's do a video where you give full honest review directly to me. And we can like chat about it and stuff. You're going to love them. Oh no. They did that. Did it end badly? It ended so badly. That's so funny. Keith was like, I don't. Most of these flavors are bad. And as they try each flavour, you can see Mr. Beast getting, like, more and more... No, agitated. (laughs) Eye-twitchingly, like, frustrated. I think he fully expected him to, like, kind of sugarcoat it. Yeah. But he wasn't, he was being honest. And then by the end of it, there was no way for Mr. Beast to kind of hide his annoyance. So instead he, like, fully leaned into it and pretended to, like, smash a chair. But it was like... I don't That's know. That's so awkward. I don't know if leaning into being upset was the yeah. good solution, or if pretending you weren't upset was the good solution. So I don't. I don't think it was. It was a lose lose. But it was a bit of a lose lose. Miss Thing put herself in that situation. It's so true. That was a choice. That was definitely a choice. Maybe that was one of those things where you probably should have done a little bit of a tester beforehand. Exactly. Anyway, let's try Reese's Pieces. But also, at least you can all trust trust Keith. How do you say that? Reese's, Reese's peanut pieces. butter cups. Yeah, okay. Americans, you're dumb sluts. <laughs> that is not pronounced Reese's. No, it's Reese's. It's Reese's. Not Reese's PCs. Bitch. They say Reese's. They, they s- say Reese's. You say some weird shit. Just throwing that out there. They really do. You'll need to get your pronunciation. Aluminum. <laughs> roof. <laughs> roof. Caramel. What the fuck is roof? Roof. That's weird. When we did the Hollywood Star Tours on the, you know, the double-decker bus where you, like, go and look at celebrities' homes. <laughs> you know that thing? Yeah. Yeah, the tour guide kept being like, um, and that is Courtney Cox Arquette's roof. Oh. And we were like, shut it's an It's an aluminum roof. <laughs> and they eat caramel. Gross. Like, shut the fuck up. Americans aren't real. <laughs> uh, but aliens are, apparently. Aliens are real. Slater has so that roof. was nice. To find out. Wait, wait, let's cheers our peanut butter cups. Do you eat? What's that? Is that paper on the outside? Yeah, you don't eat that. I mean, it's just paper, but... I'm scared. What if oh this is yucky? It's so slow. It's just peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, well, I don't like peanut butter or chocolate. That's why. Cheers. Cheers. This, what, what? cheers. this one goes out to all the aliens out there. <laughs> <laughs> Please take us away from here. We want to go to your planet, not ours. Sorry about getting, like... Oh, very <laughs> Hmm. I think that's good. It's like almost savoury. A peanut buttery. I think that's delightful. 
The peanut butter has a funny texture. Mm hmm Yeah. It's not, it's like, hard. Usually it's- No, sweetie, I think those are peanuts. <laughs> no, it's like crumbly. You know, mm, usually it's, it's more saucy. It's just, um, peanut butter mixed with, like, ice and sugar. It's not. It's nice, though. I think it's nice. It's fine. I wouldn't have it again. I think I've only had the Reese's Pieces before. Mm. Which is just m and shell. This is too much. I don't want it. Well, I don't want it. Put it in your cup. Which is just... Don't waste it. Eat it. I'm not eating it. Eat it! No. Which is just m M&M and shell, but it's just coating peanut butter. So it's just a little thing of peanut butter with an m and shell around it. Right. They're fine. It's just, just peanut butter. It's just peanut butter with some extra sugar. Anyway, that's our snack review. <laughs> Do you want some tricks? Is it just biscuit and chocolate and caramel? Mm-hmm. It's I nice. Guess. I'm not going to be able to eat mine now. Oh, well then no. Don't Do you it. have yours? No. Are we just going to leave this bag of pods there for the rest of the episode? Sponsored by... That was a lie. Do not sue us. <laughs> what did you say? Sponsored by... <laughs> Can it be? <laughs> Mars brand... Pods. Mars Wrigley. Is Wrigley Chewing Gum really big enough brand that it deserves co-name with Mars? Mm, they'll be owned by a bigger something. I actually would assume the bigger company is Mars so, Wrigley. But Americans don't have pods. Right. But there's like, they do um different international sectors of companies. Like there's a Coca-Cola Amatil Australia. No, I know. I know. But I mean. So it'll be the same thing. But Wrigley's is one of their brands. Right. That's like calling. No, I don't know what it's like calling. Mm. Uh, Slay. Yeah, we're moving on. Boots. I feel like we've just done a food review today. Yeah. We haven't really done mini, anything else. Mukbang. Um, what's been happening in the world? A lot. So much. I Ariana don't Grande. really want to talk about the Ariana Grande stuff. That's fair. Because I feel like... <laughs> I mean, everything is being said. Yeah. It's really shitty. Yeah. The the ex-wife, Ethan Slater, officially filed for divorce on Wednesday. Oh, really? And his ex-wife officially spoke out for the first time and said... Which is pretty iconic of her. She was like... The, the Ariana is tearing apart two marriages, not just one, or something like that. Very iconic. I mean... Uh, interesting that there's no blame being placed on her husband. But literally. Also, yes. Honestly, he's the trash. <laughs> yeah. No, so is she. But yeah. Look, I still love Ariana Grande's music, and I enjoy her. Mm. She's made some choices. Well, I mean, the thing is, this is her, like, fifth time. Yeah. Being in a relationship that either started or ended via cheating. Her cheating. Mm. So it's like... She's self-aware. <laughs> she recognises the pattern. She, Does she, though? <laughs> she released Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored. So true. So Break true. Up With Your Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, because I'm bored. Yeah. All right, moving on from that. So, like... She knows what that she's a troublemaker. Happening? Doja Cat. It's just this time she was literally married. Yeah. <laughs> bad. Doja bad Cat, I don't really want to talk about her either because... 
It's like boring. It's uh, an interesting situation. Tell us about Doja Cat. I don't really. Okay. Someone commented on her oh my Instagram God, post. You're already wrong. And <laughs> something. And she was like, why would I say I love you all? I don't even know you. <laughs> and then it just spiraled from there. The way you That's always have maybe 8% of the context. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's true. That's all I got. Full context is Doja Cat's releasing a new album. Oh. And uh, for this album cycle, this era, she has um, created a persona called Scarlet. Uh, And she's, like, been doubling down on the fact that she's done with all pop music. From now on, her music's going to be hard. That was a while ago. Rap and hard hip-hop and stuff. And she Which did the whole but thing. She's created she this persona was like, called Scarlet. This was all just a social experiment, and y'all fell for it. Yeah, you dumb, you dumb bitches Sluts. bought my music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, so she's created this persona called Scarlet, who was in the music video for the one that came out a few weeks ago. Um, and it's presumed that all of the like talking to fans and stuff she's been doing recently has been through this persona of Scarlet. Oh. It's like a method acting thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, right. a method acting publicity type thing. Um That's because weird. she has been pretty rude to her fans on social media and stuff, and they're like, Hey, Dojo, we love you. Can you tell us you love us, your fans? Mm. And she's like, I don't love you. I don't know you. And on one hand, T. <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, you would literally not have a tenth of the money you have right yeah. now if it weren't for the people who supported you. It's really true. I think it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're professing your individual. It's not love like to a single person. It's just yeah, a general no, feeling obviously, of but love I'm, and I'm, gratitude. I'm more talk- yeah, I'm more talking like that way, where it's like she doesn't have to be like thanking fans every day for her career yeah. and her livelihood and making her famous and stuff. It's just about like respect it's really true it's like if you, you don't, don't want to tell say your fans that shit, to fuck off yeah if you don't want to say that shit if you don't feel that way that's fine to be honest whatever don't say it out loud <laughs> don't say it directly to a fan literally her publicist like, must be having a field day truly i would have but quit. literally would have like seen that and been like no yeah. i'm out <laughs> so her, her, her fan base i guess was called kittens Interesting. Right, with Z kittens, Whack. a la Katie Cats and right. uh, Little Monsters and Lambs and stuff. What the fuck are Lambs? Mariah Carey's fans. Blinks, Hack. the Blackpink stands. I'm a Blink. Wow. Anyway, her fans were called Kittens, which is like, fine, cute, whatever. She came up with that name and she, early in her career, was like, hey, my fans should call themselves Kittens. So they adopted that, and all of her fan pages are like, Doja Kittens Slay, whatever. <laughs> but uh, uh, in, in this tirade, she went on on threads of all places to go on Jesus. a tirade on. She was like, um, and also Kittens is a dumb fucking name, and I don't want to call you that, and all this stuff. Uh, and she now has, like, all of her, not all of them, some of her fan pages are fully, like, deactivating and putting out a statement being like, hey... We're not. We're done. We're not cool with this. Yeah. We're out of you. And then the rest of the fan pages that are still active are like putting out statements saying, "Hey guys, just a reminder: Dojo doesn't actually mean any of this. <laughs> this is all coming from the persona of Scarlet. Yeah. 
Georgia loves us and loves that we're called kittens. Mm. And it's, you know what we call that? Denial. Yeah, it's messy. It's messy. I also did see that she lost like 250,000 followers on Instagram. And I think, <laughs> I feel like my, my, like, what what is she thinking? What is she doing? Like, what is the, is this supposed to just be a marketing thing? Because if it is, it's backfiring mm. pretty badly. Mm-hmm. So do you double down or do you back out of this and be like, well, her song comes out, I guess, next week. Can you song? Yeah. Panther Town Red. And then I guess the other side of that is, if this isn't a marketing thing and it's like, this is genuinely how she feels, persona or not, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's It's just, that's really not a nice, like, mm-hmm. as a fan, if yeah. I was a fan, I'd be like, I'd feel pretty offended. Pretty betrayed. Yeah, Maddie and I had a, we had a brief convo about it a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago when it was happening, happening, and we were both like, I don't think I'm a big enough stan of mm. anybody, of any individual celebrity, that I would go out of my way to defend them when they were behaving like this. No, definitely not. I honestly like I like my benchmark for like Harry. Yeah, it would be Harry, and I'm kind of if he was saying this stuff, I'd kind of be like. I definitely would not publicly be defending him. Yeah. But on the inside, I'd be like, okay, is this like a mental health thing? Mm. Is this how he really feels? Mm-hmm. How do I feel about all of this? Like, like I genuinely would be like, I'm not sure that I would be able to continue supporting someone who was saying that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I think not, and not just publicly. Like, I don't even know if I'd, generally be able to continue generally um exactly i'm with you i yeah no i'm i'm just with you i agree i'm on the same Fair. same kind of vibe yeah what else has been going on Period. um Aliens. Uh, uh, archive of our own the fan fiction site got oh briefly hacked wow that feels like so long ago when i say maddie spiraled i mean i spiraled she was ready to like go and unhack this website herself it's uh, very accurate i i wouldn't say i spiraled any more than anyone else did <laughs> but i definitely spiraled. she set fire to her house <laughs> killed all the animals <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it, no, that was wild. And apparently, allegedly, it was, it was from uh, like a religious group being like, "This website's unholy." Okay, wait. But then, the, like the FBI or whatever was like, "Actually, that's not true." Yeah, no, no one's claimed it, was... it. Well, or, no, 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 they're claiming it, but we don't know if it was actually them. Isn't well, it? but no, but then it turns out it was actually the Russian government. <laughs> they were like Why? trying to make people turn on the Middle East. Oh, yeah, and is that confirmed? Pretty much. That's what. Oh, that's I don't a big, think. Like, that's a big statement. For no, pretty I don't much. think. I don't think. I don't think Ao3 said it, but that's like the general consensus. Is that's what happened? General consensus. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a fun little thing that happened. Anyway, yeah, it was like thirty-six hours. And that's in thirty-six time. hours, we learned of Ariana Grande's divorce and <laughs> Joe Manganiello and Sofia Vergara's divorce. Yeah. Now, Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello's divorce is because he wants kids and she doesn't. 
Call me crazy, but I probably would have sorted that out pre-legal marriage. Yeah, I totally agree. And I also think it's really funny. I mean, not that I know their specific situation, but I think what's really common in that is that men think they'll be able to change women's minds or that a woman will just change her mind anyway. And so they're like, oh, I'll just get married anyway. It doesn't matter that we have. Gender is kind of irrelevant in regards to this specific topic. Because I I know so, so, so many um, couples who the guy didn't want kids. Yeah. And the girl was like, he'll change his mind. I'll change his mind. No, that's, that is true. That is So really I think true. it's just kind of, it's less about gender in this specific thing, in my opinion, a male opinion, and more about like, I don't know, because I feel like having kids is like such a, yeah, like next level thing. Yeah, no, for sure. So it's like, I want kids so badly that I think I can convince them. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think people often don't even think about like the actual mechanics behind and I don't mean the sex mechanics I mean like the actual like (laughs) how it changes their lives kind of thing particularly people who want kids right because I think people who don't want kids think about it very deeply before they come to that decision Mm -hmm. whereas people who do want kids I think often not always but often don't even think about come to that decision don't often think about it's like you're thinking about a decision and jerking off to the decision no, it's not. Like, I'm making this decision, uh, 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 and then you come to that decision. What, like, you're thinking about it and okay. you ejaculate. Anyway. <laughs> like, I've ca- I came to this decision. Okay, right. Well, I mean, that would be why. You would spell come differently, probably. Yeah. Is that a thing, though? Like, is semen actually spelled C-U-M? I have no Or is idea. that just, like, slang? No, I think it is. That's how you spell it. Scientifically? I don't know if it's in a fucking dictionary. Scientists, but... please reach out and let us know if semen is. Oh, I mean, I'm what's sure the etymology it's like... of come? I I think definitely. If that it's... wasn't so vulgar, that would be a great title for this episode. The Can etymology you let me of finish come. a fucking sentence. Can you let me finish another <laughs> wild phrase? It's like you're jerking off and someone interrupts you. Can you let me finish? This I've is... got a decision to come to. This... <laughs> Oh god. Anyway, what were they fucking saying? People who don't <laughs> talking who about do a very serious kids, topic. Kids. <laughs> People who do want kids, I think often don't really deeply think about why they want kids or like how you it tell impacts them, them long term. You tell them financially. Yeah, financially, emotionally. It's whatever. true. Everyone should get a dog. They just think <laughs> See it's how like, they, go. they just kind of human. make that decision because they're like this is what you do next, right? Yeah. And so I think that's why they would be like, well, that's what we do next. Why anyway, would I not be able to convince my partner to have a child? Anyway, long story short about this particular topic. <laughs> Joe Manganello, I will have your babies. <laughs> do you not think he's the most beautiful man in existence? No, he's pretty beautiful. He's he is. Gorgina. He is pretty, pretty good looking. Good on Sophia for holding her ground though. And him. And him, I guess. It sounds like it was she, relatively mutual. She's the. Well, I, yeah, I sorry, I meant specifically about having not having kids because I feel like in that situation she's under more pressure to change her mind than he is. So, I guess. Well, she's the one who doesn't want them. So. Yeah, but he's the one that does. Yes, but society's on his side because everyone's supposed to have kids. Is it? Yes. I'm not Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> okay, we understand. You want to have his babies. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to have his babies? I wouldn't. 
no babies. Sorry, I'm on Sophia's side. I mean, I don't... never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, did you see Disney had its premiere for the Haunted Mansion movie? I did, and I also saw that no actors were allowed to go, and they still make people dress up. <laughs> so they made like, well, it was held the premiere for Disney's Haunted Mansion. The movie was held at Disneyland. Yes. Or Disney World, whatever the fuck. Um, and they fully made the costume uh, yeah. actors attend the red carpet and do interviews and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Not only is that cringe, it's also aggressively out of touch. It's so true. And I think a generally other good point that people are making is that why the fuck would they make this movie come out in July and not October? Like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a really. Well, yeah. I think because it's like a children's horror. Still. Halloween. Halloween? Come on. Go off. Anyway. I think this movie is going to flop aggressively hard. Yes, it's going to flop aggressively hard. No one even knows it's coming out. That's funny. That's not true. I think everyone, all the discourse about how badly Disney fucked the marketing. No, I I, I think people just don't know it's coming out. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, I think culture at the moment is a monoculture and it's Barbie. And Oppenheimer, but Barbie. Which is really nice. It's a good 10 break from the 10-year Marvel monoculture. So speaking of Marvel, finished Secret Invasion, the television show last night. That shit sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, you're the only person I know who actually watched it. Yeah. Same. (laughs) (laughs) And No, my review is that it started off episode one. I really liked. Mm. It was giving Winter Soldier vibes. It was giving like conspiracy vibes love that and then episode two onwards it was just flop after flop after flop and the episodes kept getting shorter and shorter and shorter and the last episode was like 28 minutes long and it's like ma'am when you've got a 28 minute episode and the first minute it's like 58 minutes (laughs) oof and it's the finale and you have to answer all these questions and wrap things up and then you spend half the episode having a cgi fight that's bad where amelia clark is shown with oh no uh drax from guardians of galaxy's arm why Oh, because the whole thing, spoiler alert, is the the the, the, the scrolls, the aliens in mm-hmm. it, are like, his evil plan is to create super scrolls, which is a thing from the comics where they take the DNA of a bunch of superheroes and stuff and um, use it to create, like, superhumans, but super aliens, whatever. Um, and in the show, uh, Nick Fury and the scrolls, after the battle of Avengers Endgame, go and, like, swab all the... <laughs> the blood and stuff from all of the superheroes oh my god uh and take the dna so she's like oh amelia clark daenerys is now the most powerful superhero in the mcu why because she has the power of every single person who was at the battle in the avengers endgame the mcu has gone off i'm not joking bitch literally she gets drax's arm and like she can just call on the powers however whenever she wants whatever power she wants She's falling through the sky with battling the evil guy and uh, Mantis's ears. Mantis' ears. Mantis's thingies. Mantis things. Grow out of her head and she tells him to sleep and he goes to sleep and he falls into the ground. Uh, the Drax thing, Hulk stuff. Uh, she has Captain Mar- all of Captain Marvel's powers. Um, every- like literally everyone's powers. I know I've been saying this for a long time, but I'm... So the, the most powerful person out. in the MCU was in a show that no one watched. That's really awkward. She has Thanos' powers. Like, it's... What the fuck? His um, followers' is... What is his... his um, All his little minions. minions. 
Yeah, their powers. She literally has all of the powers. That's really not... I don't like that. I just don't know why they would introduce a hero <laughs> who literally can't be defeated now. Yeah. You know, in Iron Man 3, how there was those humans who took the stuff and was like, they could like heal rapidly and stuff. Yeah. She has that power. So if she gets what shot, she fuck? can just reheal. No, that's she, not good. She has Groot. I don't like that. She can have Groot arms. Her arms can turn into Groot arms. This isn't nice. It makes me feel physically ill. Who Mind thought that you, was a good idea? This is the climax to a show that was meant to be like a spy espionage thriller. Who's greenlighting this shit? What is going on? What's the plan? This is not... Which also, by the way, the whole intrigue of the Secret Invasion comic books mm. is that it's all about paranoia and uh, conspiracy and stuff. Yeah. And which of your favourite heroes have been scrolls the whole time or mm. for a year or whatever. It's a massive event. It's on the level of like the Infinity Stones saga in the comics, right? Right. So they turn it into a six episode TV show starring Nick Fury. I mean, honestly, I don't even really this like the been... concept of them. Like, it feels like retconning to me to make Miss Thing the skulls. So the scrolls have been characters at just some point. Wait. Like, I just don't. I don't vibe with just that. Just you wait. Everett like Ross in Everett Ross. No, Martin Freeman, who was just in Black Panther two. Yeah, scroll the whole time. time. All of Black Panther two and Black Panther one. Potentially. No. Remember, Captain Marvel Bad. happened in the nineties. Bad. So it could be any moment from then on. It's, uh, no. Guess, no, you want to know what the no, worst is? Don't like it. Rhodey, War Machine. Always. A scroll since Civil War. No. So for all of Avengers Endgame, all of that stuff, <sighs> him going to Tony's funeral, all of it wasn't, it was a female scroll. Where's Rhodey been the whole time? Dead? In a, in a um, sleep chamber, because they have to keep the bodies alive to be able to copy them. I don't like that. Are the scrolls supposed to be the heroes or the villains? Because they're feeling very villainy if they... Well, that's the thing. In the comic books, it's a story about... Um, it's more nuanced story about, like, migra- uh, migration and... Not migration. Um, immigration. Immigration. <laughs> <laughs> they're all birds. <laughs> it's about, like, immigration and... There's summer troubles. Uh, uh, refuge and stuff. Refugees and stuff. Because uh, they're, like, literal interplanetary refugees. Right. Uh, so does Rhodey just like wake up at some point and then they have to be like, oh, by the way, the world ended and mm-hmm. your friends are dead mm-hmm. and he just has to cope mm-hmm. with that? Like uh, reintegrate into society 15 years later? I don't. And they switched him out just as both of his legs had been severed, like broken, not severed, <laughs> broken. And he's like, he can't walk. So they like open the cage thing and he just like collapses because he doesn't have his legs working anymore. I don't like this. I don't like the implications. In a show that no one watched. That's not... It's not a vibe. It's not a vibe. But don't you think that... No. They should have done... I don't think they should have done it at all. No, listen. Let me finish. Don't you think that this saga <laughs> of movies and shows should have been the Secret Invasion saga? Yeah, that probably would have been more And then the next one should have been the multiverse stuff. There should not be a next one. Just no, throwing but like that I'm out saying, there. if there is, they should have planned it better. <laughs> yeah. And had a more grounded secret invasion, yes. uh, who's a scroll, all this stuff, like espionage type thing, uh, storyline yeah. for like another three phases. Yeah. And then the next three phases after that could have been the multiverse saga. And it would have given us a break between like the intense, like <sighs> yeah, fantasy, like over the top yeah. universe ending stuff of. Yeah the Infinity Saga yes. and the Multiverse Saga. And so they jump straight into the Multiverse Saga where, like, 
Doctor Strange just hopped through a portal to save a world that's literally collapsing. A universe that's collapsing. Don't you agree? I do agree. I think they should have honestly just stopped making movies after Endgame, which I know was never going to happen. They're making too much money, but... I mean, I've liked a lot of this... I've liked a few. Era. I mean, the only movies I've liked are really Spider-Man, Shang-Chi... Black Panther. Black Panther 2. So the ones that are quite removed from... They're probably the only <laughs> movies I really liked. from Spider-Man. Removed from the multiverse of it all. Yeah, but then the shows. I loved WandaVision. Yeah, I, I loved Loki. I liked Loki. I even liked Winter Soldier. I loved Miss but... Marvel. I loved She-Hulk. I think I'm one of like three people who loved She-Hulk. <laughs> um, I didn't even watch it. I didn't watch Miss Marvel I would totally either. watch... I'd definitely watch Miss Marvel. I don't want to. It's very removed from... MCU stuff. It's really good. Um, it's really cool. They go back to um, when. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> too many. Um, she Hulk, yeah. I think, is really fun, and mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous and stupid and silly. Mm-hmm. And if you know that going in, you'll really like it. Mm. Um, also, it made misogynists really mad. I do remember that. That was almost so, got me to watch it. It's probably pretty pretty good. I, I just don't have it in me. To watch any Marvel stuff, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, you can still enjoy most of the stuff, like... I think I could, but it's not It's not about, like, it being standalone or part of the thing. I just am bored with it now. I will and they're say, not making very good decisions. Oh, I really liked Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as well. I just watched that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I would never watch it again because it's too sad. Yeah. No one dies. Um, It's just really, like, animal torture I don't like and that. And for me specifically, that's like a little, yeah. it's hard, to, too hard to watch for me. And like also the ending is like a bittersweet, happy ending. Sobbing. I don't really like bittersweet. Hashtag sobbing. I don't like sad. Everyone lives. It has to be happy ending. Or Everyone's nothing. alive. Yeah. Hashtag sobbing. You know why? Because the song they're playing over the finale is um, Florence and the Machine, Dog Days. <gasps> I don't know what that song is, but the title sounds a bit the sad. dog days are over. Uh, it's, it's like Florence and the Machine's happier song. Whack. But it's like a bittersweet, like, uh, uplifting, like, thing. And it's like, it's just the montage, the ending of the movie. But it's like, ugh, it's worth watching. I think you'll be a mess. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. Uh, yeah, probably I think I'm too emotionally unstable. Space, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quantum Mania was pretty shit. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from Marvel. Oh, Thor and Thunder. Shit. That was bad. That was a hot mess. Hashtag. Bad. Let us direct Marvel. <laughs> Give Kevin Feige a break. Yeah, he needs it, obviously. Obviously. Um, I have more stuff. Okay. Well, one of them was Guardians of the Galaxy being really fucking intense. Yeah. Um. 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 Uh, did you see? No. You know, um, Tom Holland's new TV show, The Crowded Room? Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be finished now. I think it but probably anyway, will um, be close. Uh, his character in it, I don't know, I haven't watched it, so I can't say if his character is like gay or bi or like questioning or whatever, but there's an episode where he um goes to a gay club. Yes, and hooks I did up with a guy, see this scene. And then in the same episode gives the guy head. Yes. Conservatives and Stan Twitter and Marvel yeah. stands and stuff had a meltdown. I did see that. I did see that. And they were like, Oh, I mean, I saw that. I don't know how I'm going to unsee Tom Holland's cheeks getting clapped. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Imagine being so depressing. It's hot. <laughs> I saw like 0.5% of the rage where people were basically they were saying, going woof. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want any part of this discourse. And so I just ignored every other piece of I think it's hot. He's literally, it. he's like wearing like eyeliner. Yeah, no, I did see. Like, that's hot. I did see the scene. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, it's fine. And these and people, people are like, oh, my masculinity is like, challenged. I saw people Ugh. like pretending to take the moral high ground where they were like, oh, imagine how Zendaya feels about this. So it's like, he was acting. It's called acting. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's like being like, <laughs> Zendaya smokes meth in Euphoria. Yeah. Imagine how Tom feels. Yeah, I know. I know. It was absolutely unhinged. And this also came like, I think two weeks after the trailer for Zendaya's movie Challenges yes, came out. yeah. In which it's strongly She's... hinted that she has a threesome. Yeah. And it, that went viral at the time. Yeah. Because they were like, imagine how Tom, Tom feels. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you guys, this parasocial stuff. Yeah, I know. I don't know if it's the masculinity of the misogynist. Yeah. She just can't handle the fact that an actor is acting. Right. And playing a gay character. Or if it's the hardcore stands who are so blinded by this parasocial relationship that they think they have a right to comment the fact that Zendaya is going to be distraught that Tom Holland played a gay character and had a gay sex scene, or Tom's going to be distraught that Zendaya had a threesome with two other male actors. It's like, what? Yeah, what? What? Just let people do their fucking jobs, maybe, for a second. Like, what are you... It's wild to me. It's wild to me as well. I I don't don't know know why. I don't know why people have that opinion in the first place, but also feel the need to share that Mm. opinion online. Like, the Mm. two layers of it befuddle me <laughs> it's really wild to me you yeah. should watch the 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 gay sex scene it's hot <laughs> okay hmm. why not <laughs> it's like two seconds i saw all i saw was like the dancing mm. and the kissing i didn't see yeah and the then straight part. after that they have sex in the back alley that's iconic but it's like literally two seconds long and then later in the episode <laughs> tom holland's like high on drugs like dancing yeah and then like gets on his knees and gives a guy head perfect but it cuts off before he gets head, so it's like sad. Tom Holland wasn't on set actually sucking cock and dick and balls. I, you know, I've been thinking, and about- he did it at, <laughs> at my, my birthday, birthday dinner. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. Mm. Speaking of challenges, the movie coming out. Yes, I don't know anything about it. I was fascinated by it because I watched the trailer, and the trailer looked fantastic and stuff, uh, and. I saw this on the Wikipedia with like the description. The genre is like um, psychological, like thriller, manipulative oh, type stuff. Of psychological thriller. Can, sorry, I'm um, to interrupt. Can you just drop the bombshell oh, you me? that you dropped in the group chat the other day about the Mattel cinematic universe? Uh, that Ma- Mattel has, after Barbie's success, has like 30 <laughs> um, movies in development. Yeah, one of which is Barney. Barney and, and Nicholas goes, Barney's going to be one of the only good good ones in the series because uh, the Barney movie is starring Daniel Kaluuya from Nope and Get Out he's developing it and it's going to be a psychological thriller right like a psycho sorry not a thriller a psychological drama dark and gritty drama starring Barney the Purple Dinosaur <laughs> I just those words don't go together I think it's iconic it, uh, don't, it's fucking iconic it's iconic. I will it absolutely be there opening be day. One hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes or like two percent. That's like, so it's true. It's not going to be a fine movie. No, no, it's really true. It's either going to be the greatest movie of all time, or yeah, we're going to wish we'd. 
put acid into our eyes. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the Hot Wheels Marvel movie. Uh, Hot Wheels Marvel, it may as well be. Hot Wheels <laughs> movie, uh, which is being developed by J.J. Abrams, which he describes as dark and gritty and grounded. Emotionally and grounded. And it's like, thing. I want a family action, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle vibes. Jumanji, yeah. Jumanji. Bright, colourful, yeah. fun, light racing movie. Yeah. Where they race bright cars on a yellow, orangey track. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, for sure. And the other one that's going to be good, Barney and Polly Pocket, because Polly Pocket's being <laughs> developed by Lena Dunham, well, who I think you can have whatever opinion you want of Lena Dunham, but she makes bomb-ass shit. Honestly, the Polly Pocket and even the Hot Wheels, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, there's like a pretty clear route how I mean, they're going to make those films. Fuck. Barney as a psychological thriller, those how? What's yeah, it going to be about? Is it going to be like they're stuck in a house and then there's just a big dinosaur in the corner staring at them menacingly. Like, I just don't understand. I mean, like, I, like, if you look I think at Barbie, I lack the imagination to comprehend. If you look at Barbie, it, uh, like, a Barney movie could be anything about, it could be about a child actor who was acting on Barney, the TV show, as a kid. Like, it doesn't have to actually be that character oh, coming to life. It's just about right. the property. Okay. So a good example, not Mattel, but a good example is the upcoming Gran Turismo movie that we talked about earlier. Right. Um, it's based on the Sony PlayStation games, right. right? But in reality, it's based on a true story, which is this kid who was the like world champion at um, Gran Turismo the game, got recruited by actual real life racing driver people's coaches to race in like the World Cup or whatever. Oh, I don't know what it works. You you know what it works with <laughs> cars and shit. But um, so he like trained to become like an actual race car driver and he's a real person and he's like still racing and shit uh and he came from the world championship of the gran turismo game on playstation to actually literally driving so it's about that so in that's this totally not at all what i would have assumed that was about well in, that's the thing and in this movie the game gran turismo exists obviously because it's a main plot point oh, so right. it's not actually like set in the gran turismo game universe like jumanji yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> like or like Barbie, uh, more I like Barbie, Barbie, where yeah, yeah, Barbie's a thing that exists in the real world. Yes, it's like that. So it's he, it's a game he played, and then he gets recruited. So it's that kind of thing. Interesting. So like, well, perhaps the Barney movie will be about an a child actor who was on set and like, nope. Yeah, sure. With that kind of vibe, you know. Yeah. Interesting. I totally was picturing Barney as a character. Polly Pocket, though, I'm like, how are they going to make anything... Different than Barbie. Different than Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, allegedly, Mattel's already greenlit, like, three different Barbie sequels and spin-offs. <sighs> it disappoints Which Greta me. Gerwig won't be involved in any sequels, I don't think. Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't either, to be perfectly honest. You don't want to ruin what was already very successful. Mm. It's giving... I saw a tweet. Of someone. You and your tweets. I know. I've been on it a lot recently. Um, I don't know why. I do know why. It's not necessary for this discussion right now. Um, <laughs> and it was like Mattel or and Warner Brothers green lighting more like Mattel property movies is giving Disney seeing the success of Pirates of the Caribbean and being like, yes, what the people want is more movies based on Disneyland rides. Mm. It's like, yeah, that's absolutely wrong lesson learned for sure. So, I mean, Jungle Cruise did well. But it was a shit movie. 
I thought it was pretty good. It was fine. Did you watch Trunkle Cruise? Yeah. I think maybe we saw it together. I don't know. No, it was during COVID. Oh. Well, I definitely did see it in cinema. I quite liked it. I thought it was a fun adventure. I don't know. No? It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Anyway. Uh... I didn't mind it the first time I watched it, and then I tried to rewatch it, and I got 15 minutes in, and I was like, this is the most boring well, thing so I've ever seen in my Why life. Why to rewatch it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's zero, like... The Disney rides that aren't themselves based on movies and shows yeah, don't have enough substance to them to be movies. No, it's really true. Very accurate. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of dumb. Anyway. Yeah. So shall we wrap up? We shall wrap up. Okay. We don't know. There might be a random Barbie review on the end of this. If we can pull our shit together and (laughs) go see Barbie tomorrow. (laughs) It's probably going to be like a shittily recorded video from our car. But who knows? Or maybe with the dogs. Maybe with the dogs. Cute. Because I have... Dogs? A village of dogs now. A village of dogs. Four. Slay. Just as an update on the dog situation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The pack is growing. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you... No, I don't really feel like I know a lot about what's going on. Okay. I I had a thought the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure that I can sing our national anthem in whole. Because you don't know the words? Or you don't know... Yeah. No, yeah. Because I don't know. What What else? What, what's the, the end of that melody? sentence? The melody? I don't know. Not the melody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like... I don't know. Anyway, my thought is perhaps we'll wrap up with our rendition. We'll sing it at the same time. Stop. Can we really? Yeah. We'll, uh, okay. We'll sing it at the same time and see who gets closer lyrics. But first. Um, How are we going to see who gets closer lyrics? My what the fuck of the week this week. Uh-huh. My what the fuck of the week this week. And Nicholas and I have already thoroughly dissected this, but I'm going to share it anyway because I feel like I need to make a public apology oh. because it happened in public this evening. <laughs> Well, we were in the grocery store. And oh my god, no, don't say this. Oh, okay. Just don't say that. Okay. My what the fuck of the week this week is Maddie being uncultured and not knowing about a very specific niche YouTube video from 15 years ago in which the drag queen Coco Peru goes, does has like a vlog of camera following her, of her going to different stores to find a store that has her favorite tea in stock. And that tea is Celestial Seasonings Sleepy Time Tea. I'm going to link the Coco Peru video underneath. Well, I haven't even seen Cruel Intentions. Why would you think I've seen that YouTube video? It's a vital piece of pop culture. <sighs> exactly. A vital piece of pop culture basically means... Vital, blah, 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 I haven't blah, blah. seen it. <laughs> oh, actually, my real what the fuck of the week. Okay, can I have this one? Because I don't have one. You can, but you don't know anything about it. Okay. Is that uh, The Real Housewives of New York has just come back? Exactly. With an entirely That's new what I cast was say. <laughs> after like three, two and Drama. a half years off air. Drama. Yeah, basically the last season flopped in the ratings because Ramona's racist and it was filmed during COVID and all this stuff. It, it was a thing. They were like forced to film a season when they couldn't do anything. So it was like, of course, it's going to be a boring season that you stretch out for 16 episodes. Like what did you, did expect? you expect? Yeah. Anyway, so they took the low ratings as this cast is tired uh, and boring so they took a two-year break and completely recast it with younger women, more exciting women, more diverse women. 
the fans were very anti all of this and were like, I'm boycotting the new Roni. It's not real Roni because it doesn't have our favourites in it. Um, I'm happy to report two episodes in. It's incredible. <laughs> it's way better. <laughs> it's really, really great. It's different, but not like aggressively different because it's still New York. Mm. And like, you know, <laughs> you know, like the pretentious thing where people say about um the TV show Sex in the City. It's like, it's got the four main girls and then New York City is the fifth character. Yeah. It's very that vibe. Oh, you know? is it? The, yeah. As a whole, New York, Real Housewives of New York, it's like, it is what it is because of the city. Mm. And no other housewife city is really filmed like that mm. in an actual yeah. bustling city. Um, Yeah, but the new women are all very fascinating. Only one of them's a Trumpy. Um, so that's exciting. <laughs> that's a good ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, she is very uh, engaging to watch. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I can't stand her. She hates the fact that I'm gay. <laughs> uh, and also one of the women is gay, and it's like, Aww. imagine being on a show where you're forced to hang out with someone who doesn't, yeah, who's that like would... aggressively against your views. Your like, life. Sorry, your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, by the way, Jenna Lyons, mother. Slay the house down boots. Yes, exactly. She's basically a, a massive name in the fashion industry. Right. And like, she ran J Crew and like, a major piece of the fashion industry for the past 20 years um so it's kind of a miracle that they even got her for this show but anyway (laughs) she's gay right in her 50s and she was outed by the new york post 12 years ago or something and they can talk about that stuff too and it's like see this is just stuff you don't get when it's six white women in their late 50s (laughs) getting drug oh wow i think that's yeah and there's only like I think two white people on the cast love that and it's like yeah that is literally new york <laughs> <laughs> yeah the appropriate ratio yeah. uh, but <laughs> an no, accurate yeah, representation incredible bryn is the youngest one and i'm going to tell you what her op- what her um okay housewives line is because it's yeah. <laughs> i hate it but i love it and it's the best thing in existence okay give it to me okay so it's should i close intro. my eyes to just it's a whole really... intro there's all the music She's the last one. So okay. they, they had to know that she was a, an interesting yeah. tagline she had. It's, I love to laugh, but make me mad and I'll date your dad. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not where I thought that was going. Now I know that the housewives aren't allowed to write their own taglines. Oh, really? They're just given a list of like five and they have to pick one. That's so funny. But the fact that somebody wrote the words... I love to laugh, but make me mad and I'll date your dad. And then they picked it and recorded it and no one at any point said, hey, this is maybe silly. <laughs> this is maybe dumb. This is maybe a bit unserious. Uh, it's so funny it's to me. Goofy. And I love it so much. And wow. she's a fascinating character. She's absolutely hilarious. She's the opening lines of the new... That's a pretty iconic line. The very first episode opens... With that? With an interview with Bryn. Mm-hmm. And the producer asks, so all these other women, the women on this cast, and Bryn goes, bitches and whores. <laughs> <laughs> and a that's, strong that's opening. Like, that, it's just like, I'm just kidding. But Iconic. That's, like, that's very much the vibe. Iconic. Um, so, yeah, sorry. I, you know that Housewives is one of my things. I Yeah, I do. So I had to I talk about that. the fact that that's there's fair. this new thing and it was a big shakeup and it actually worked and turned out fun. And you know what the funny part is? 
All what? of the other Housewife cities, all of the other franchises mm-hmm. are shaken in their boots. <laughs> oh, because this one's so good. <laughs> because they completely, they fired everyone in New York, hired a completely new cast, and it's good. And it's not flopping in the ratings. Wow. That's a vibe. So, like, the Real Housewives of OC, where they're all hardcore conservatives and stuff, they're all, like... Should we maybe not be terrible people? Should we maybe not isolate our fans? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was very exciting to me, and I want, I'm glad I got to talk about that. But um, yeah. Wow. You're what the fuck of the week. Well, I have an equally exciting, dramatic thing that happened in F1, if you want to hear about that. I do, but first I want to give you your what the fuck of the week. Okay. Your what the fuck of the my week this week. My what the fuck of the week can be my equally exciting thing. No. Your what the fuck of the week. Okay. <laughs> Your what the fuck of the week this week is that RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under season three started yesterday. I haven't even watched season two yet. Season two's worth it. It's so fucking good. And season three looks like it's shaping up to be really fucking fantastic too. Wild. They're all... Whereas there's usually one or two shady queens mm-hmm. who are like completely fine with being given the villain edit. Yeah. All of them. Two thirds of the cast. Iconic. Are okay being villains this season. And it's so Love funny. That. That's why. It's so funny. Um... <laughs> So you're definitely worth the watch. And okay. that's your what the fuck of the week, is that you're going to watch them. It's like eight episodes. Okay. Are they on Stan? I don't have Stan anymore. Yeah. They're begging me to come back and I haven't yet. <laughs> the way that you'd rather subscribe to Netflix, an international multinational Well, unfortunately, I have, there are more things to watch on Netflix than on Stan, so. I disagree. I don't. I have For actual me, statistics personally. to back up my viewpoint. Do you want to see them? You do. For me personally, the things that I would like to watch no, no, no. You, on a you, list. You, you personally, whatever. <laughs> As we all know, I have a spreadsheet going of all of the movies I've watched this year because I'm trying to hit 200 movies. You should also, I've just remembered, you need to add on to your list of movies. Mm. Um, the You know the triple movie series, the, the, the witch ones, the 1987, 1977, 69? You should get those too, if you haven't already. I have already. There you go. Perfect. They've already finished. They're on my shelf. Love it. We won't be specific because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> but I'm, you have covered it. Don't worry. Okay, good one. I made pretty covers and everything. That's great. <laughs> anyway, I've got a full spreadsheet where I'm listing all the movies I watched. Yes. It's got the movie name, the rating that I give it, a one-line review. Uh, if I've seen it before, if it's the first time I'm seeing it, or if I've seen it in cinemas, mm-hmm. it's got the genre. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is the streamer, mm-hmm. where I watched it. Or cinema. An overwhelming majority of these are on Disney+. Plus. Now, that's because Disney owns everything. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but a close second is Stan. Interesting. Because Stan has all of the acquired movies and all of the classics. Yeah. So, yes. like, all of, like, Mean Girls, She's the Man, all those yeah, kind of things she, are yeah. all on Stan. Yeah, it does. That's really true. So, I think you're underrating Stan. No, I'm not underrating it. I just, you know. I was watching Doctor Who on there, but then now I'm watching it on binge instead. You know? Why are you watching it on binge? The sound quality is far worse. Oh my god, and there's no subtitles. It's the worst. Speaking of those things that I did, like the fit, like, <laughs> yeah, like the, the things. witchy trilogy movies. <laughs> yeah. <A> wink, wink. <laughs> all have subtitles that can be turned on and off. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. Better than Netflix. Tell me about your F1. Oh my God, okay. It's super dramatic, but it's still ongoing, so we don't know how it ends yet, obviously. But, so, mm-hmm. it starts with 
a couple. You're of- gonna, wait, you're gonna need to give. I know it's against our natures. You have to give context because otherwise I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to know what you're talking about. I'm going to attempt to give context. And okay. I'm also going to attempt to keep the story really short because okay. I know no one actually cares. I care. Or if you're passionate you. about it, I'm down to listen. That's very kind Go. of you. So it starts with this man. His name is Daniel Ricardo. He's Australian. Daniel Ricardo. That sounds familiar. Well, he's been driving an F1 for like more than 10 years. But this year he wasn't driving because... So he drove... How old is he? 33. Oh, he's young. That's so specific that I know that year. He's quite young. Um, he's a pretty good driver. He's never won a championship, but he's a championship. Championship. <laughs> a he's a bluesy ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so he drove with this team called Red Bull for most of his career. <laughs> by, okay, they're sponsored by Red Bull, obviously. Yeah. Owned and sponsored by Red Bull. Okay. Um, he drove with that team for ages, and then he left. I just learned something new. I thought that the teams were all car brands. No, no, they're not. Because I know. Charles Leclerc. Ferrari. One of the hottest people in existence is yeah. Ferrari. Yeah. And his buddy, who's also one of the hottest people in existence. Carlos Sainz. I knew that. I was going to say it oh, and impress you. Sorry. Also sorry. Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. And sorry, I know sorry. that um, Norris. Lando Norris. Lando Norris is McLaren. McLaren sorry. Which I knew. <laughs> um, they're the only three that I know. That's really fair. And now... Da- da- um, you know Lewis Hamilton as well. I thought that was a singer. <laughs> But you know his name. You recognize it. <laughs> Not as a racer. I <laughs> I mean, I didn't recognize him as a racer beforehand, before I started watching either. But I recognized his name because he's one of the most famous sports people. Oh. This whole time, I keep seeing Lewis Hamilton trending on Twitter and stuff, and I thought it was a singer. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a driver. Is he Australian? No, he's English. Why is his last name Hamilton? <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Of course, it's all going together. It's all coming, it's all coming yeah. back to me now, Celine Dion. He's won seven world championships. Holy which shit. Is equaled for the most with Michael Schumacher. He's not unattractive. He's quite attractive, in fact. You should see him with his shirt off. Oof. Oh, see, I was about to say he's not giving hunky. He's giving pretty. <laughs> yeah, he does really give pretty. Anyway. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that smize. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> um, like, that's giving pretty. It is giving pretty. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I, I don't want to type in shirtless. That's Half of them objectifying. Give, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I'm sure you could just go on his Instagram and it would be like the... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the first thing that comes up. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. 75% of the reason why I'm so into this racing is just because of the drama. And the drivers, it's not even because of the racing. So, you would, yeah, anyway, Lewis Hamilton. Right. So, Daniel Ricciardo, he, for heaps of his career, he was racing for Red Bull and then he left Red Bull for reasons that we don't need to get into now. It's irrelevant to the story. And he drove for other teams. And then he got completely fucked over last year by one of the team, by the team he was driving for. And he got ditched. That he, he got cut. McLaren. He was driving for McLaren last year. So, he left Red Bull for McLaren and McLaren fucked him over. We were, there was another team in between, but and okay. McLaren fluffed him over. And so he didn't have a seat this year, not driving. And Red Bull signed him back on as a reserve driver. Yeah, because they were like, well, we don't want to lose so embarrassing him, for him. I know it is. <laughs> it is a little embarrassing. Imagine crawling back on your hands and knees <laughs> begging for a place. It's so true. It actually gets kind of worse because Red Bull have a junior slash sister team called AlphaTari. Slay. Um, it's giving... Avatar The Way of Water is giving <laughs> Navi. Well, Avataria is another brand. It's a clothing brand that Red Bull owns. Anyway, 
Slayer. And AlphaTauri It have, still sounds like something James Cameron came up with. It's really fair. AlphaTauri have, as everyone does, two drivers. One driver who's been driving for a few years and then a second driver who was a rookie, which so that means it's his first year driving in I F1. I know what rookie means. Oh, okay. Well, just for anyone else. And <laughs> that man, Nick DeVries, was doing very badly this year. He's doing very badly this year. Um, additional context is on the Red Bull team, two drivers, one Max Verstappen, who was the reigning world champion. I'm sorry, pause. These names. <laughs> He's Dutch. <laughs> All of these names are iconic. No, it's so true. And then the second Red Bull driver, his name is Sergio Perez. Checo, as he is affectionately You're going to start talking about a racer called Mario Luigi soon. <laughs> soon, yeah. He's Mexican. Anyway, I'm, there's, I know there's a lot of names and a lot to keep up with here. Max Verstappen, he's won the last two world championships. He's very, very good. He's won basically every single race this year, which is right. wildly impressive. Their car is very good. Sergio Perez in this flop. flop. <laughs> Absolute flop. He's doing very badly. Um, so back to AlphaTauri. That's important context because AlphaTauri you know what it sounds like? is a junior team for... It sounds like Alpha Centauri. Like it kind of does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, the kind of scientific does. name for Earth. There. Guys, we're standing on al- Alpha Alpha Flamari. What is it? Alphatari. Alphatari. Yeah. Can you spell it? Um, Alpha. And then like so it's like Alpha. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't because I couldn't tell if it was like Alpha. Like yeah. No, it is Alpha. Alpha like A B O. I mean, like. it's technically yeah. No, it is. Or alpha. if it was like uh like Alpha Romeo. Yeah, like or yeah. no, or not even that. More like um, it, like Italian, like. El Fateo. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, they technically they've spelt it as one word, but the Tauri, which is T A U R I, is they've put it all as one word, but mm-hmm. the Tauri has a capital T, so it's very weird. Is it A L P H A? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not important. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, so the Alpha Tauri team, a junior team to Red Bull, which basically means that they like put their younger drivers in Alpha Tauri to train them up in F1 cars, and then eventually, if they're good enough, they move up into Red Bull. Giving Hitler, Hitler youth. Yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> anyway, so Nick DeVries, flop. Sergio Perez, But he has flop. a great name. Both do. So true. So they've got something going for them. Except for the fact that a couple of weeks ago, there was a race in England. And after the race happened, Daniel Ricciardo, as the reserve driver was testing the current car on some new tyres. Did he die? No, he didn't die. Oh. I was about to say, whew. <laughs> because the drivers aren't allowed to drive the F1 cars outside of the races because they're not allowed to get a competitive advantage, blah, blah, blah. So Daniel Ricciardo, as the reserve driver, is testing these tyres. Helmet Marco is a new name introduced here. Say it again. Helmet Marco. Dr. Helmet Marco. Doctor. Doctor, yeah. Is... The head honcho of that Red Bull. That sounds like a Sonic the Hedgehog villain. And he goes, Daniel Ricciardo is doing an amazing job at this testing. I want Nick DeVries fired. And he is fired. Nick DeVries, Nick DeVries out. Rookie year. He did 10 races and they cut him. So Daniel Ricciardo. So Dan- he goes, and in? I want Daniel Ricciardo back in, in Alpha Tari. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Wait, no, but I need context. When he left in the first place. Mm-hmm. Was it his choice or was it like a grey area kind of mutual but not mutual kind of 
a little bit that. No one really knows why he left, but most people suspect it's because um, Max Verstappen, when he joined the team. So in a, a team, they have two drivers. And no one admits to this, but we all know it's true. They have a first driver and a second driver. So they basically put all of their, not all their focus, but strategies like are, are favor the first driver more. And so Daniel was the first driver. And he was like 20, oh God, I don't know how old he was, 25, 26, 27-ish. So it's quite experienced, been in there a while. And then Max came into Red Bull. He was like 17 and they promoted him to first driver and Daniel got demoted to second driver. And so then they started. Oh, so he, maybe his ego was a little hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so he left. Um, And crawling back. Now he's gone crawling back and then he's been put into the junior team. So Nick DeVries got fired he's been put into the junior team that was only like the last Alpha weekend team. yeah the alpha centauri team a little bit to put pressure on sergio perez as well because now now daniel ricardo is back on the grid in a red bull sure. adjacent car sergio perez feels the pressure and what does he do last weekend quit first practice one dies <laughs> no, there's no death <laughs> Out on this the first lap of the first practice turn one he fucking goes off the track hits the wall he ruined his car for the practice. It was very embarrassing. Nothing's happened yet. They had to fix the car. Did they get like penalized? No, he didn't get penalized in the race, but Red Bull were very, very mad because they'd just had upgrades done to the car. And the upgrades are supposed to be like to the bottom of the car are supposed to be super secret, but because he ran the car into the wall, they have to crane the car off the track and everyone saw the bottom of the car and Red Bull's brand new upgrades. So it was a whole thing. Whack. Red Bull were pretty mad about it. Like, openly mad about it yeah so everyone got the Krabby Patty secret formula <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and so yeah and Med- Red Bull who have been like being like no it's Sergio it's fine you've still got your seat even they were like we're pretty mad about this he needs to do better so he was a general Ricardo mm-hmm. Ricardo yes Lucy Ricardo yeah from my love Lucy exactly descendant um <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about with Lucy Ricardo uh, no I don't uh he was the He was, oh God, I can't think of the word, wait. Um, he was like the backup. Yes. For the main Ferrari, uh, not Ferrari, sorry, for the main for the Red main Bull team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've given, they've put him so, on loan to Alpha Tari for this year. But him being like a, a main Alpha Centauri guy mm-hmm. is a better position than being backup on the Red Bull team, main Red Bull team? Or is it like relative, relatively? Mm, well, he's driving. He's actually driving, which is better. But the Alpha Tari car is fucking... It's the worst car on the grid. So it's super slow. It's not very good. So he has no chance of winning anything at all. And everyone knows. It's supposed to be the sister team, but everyone calls it the junior team. Um, so it's like the lowest of the low, you know? So in some respects... It's okay because he's on the grid and at least he's driving and probably it means he's got a pretty good shot of actually taking Sergio Perez's seat when his contract is up next year. How long are the contracts they sign? It depends. But generally? A few years. Wow. Charles Leclerc, a... he just, when he signed with Ferrari, this was six years, which was the longest contract Ferrari's ever offered a driver Because, yeah, you would think, like, especially with, like, trading and all this stuff drivers and all that it would be very much 
one year contracts and stuff. Well, they don't necessarily, they usually have performance clauses in there, which means that if the driver's doing badly, the the team can kick them out. But equally, if the team doesn't give them a good enough car, the driver can be like, I don't want to drive for you anymore. So they don't really mean anything, but they do. Yeah. <laughs> so the understudy yes. for Red Bull mm-hmm. is not necessarily in an equal position to being a main driver on the Alpha Centauri. Yeah. But their pros and cons do kind of weigh out. Yeah. Relatively even. Yeah, well, I think... And he has... Does he have more of a chance to be back, to take over the guy's place? Well, we don't know for sure, obviously. But, like, the general consensus is Yeah, the general consensus is that if Daniel... Because he was taking a break this year because McLaren... The thing with McLaren last year was really bad. He was, like, very visibly not mentally doing very well. And so he was like, I want to take a break from driving this year. I just want to be the reserve driver, whatever. Unsure how much of that's true, how much he actually wanted to be driving and what he actually could get for himself, whatever. But the general consensus seems to be that if he'd said no when Helmut Marco said go drive for AlphaTari, they would have put a different driver, obviously, in that seat. And that would have meant that that driver would have been promoted to the Red Bull seat once it opens up. Right. So Daniel basically would have not been able to get the Red Bull seat. So he didn't really have a choice. Right. It kind of seems. But at least, yeah. So at least he has a shot at it. Yeah. Is uh, Daniel Ricciardo Australian? He is. Is he hot? Yeah, I think so. That's not very convincing. (laughs) Well, I think, no, I mean, most people seem to think he is, say he is. It's a pretty nice smile. He's no Charles Leclerc, obviously, but Max Max Verstappen. Yeah, looks like he has something in his mouth. <laughs> Bro, honestly, is he a villain? He looks like a villain. Well, they make him out to be a villain, but I think he's actually kind of sweet. Oh yeah, Daniel Ricciardo's attractive. Yeah, he looks like a villain. It's a whole thing. He does look like a villain. That's fair. It's a whole thing. That's a whole other drama. He looks like a villain. <laughs> what do you mean it's a drama? It's a whole other drama. What they do the F one topless calendars and he's not invited? No, no. I mean, like he, it was a drama in the past with how he won his first championship and blah blah blah. Did he keep like a oh secret God, thing I in his mouth? If I was to tell you about his dad. Oh. You've told me last Have podcast. I? Yeah, bad. I did, didn't I? Last yeah. podcast? Or maybe it, was, it might have just been a conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but bad, uh, yes, okay, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And he won the first championship in a very controversial way, which wasn't his fault. So. He did it naked. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously. Makes complete Slayer. sense. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah, big drama. And we're waiting to see how it all plays out with AlphaTauri and Red Bull. I will not be watching. I'll update you. <laughs> That's but the big I thing will be happen. awaiting updates, and I will be looking at photos of the people being hot. So fair. I'll send you the good ones. I, you talk about them in my presence, and TikTok says I got you covered. 
good. <laughs> I'll send you the good TikToks too. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for equally listening. Literally, for context, a month and a half ago, two months ago, Maddie was like, so I have a new obsession. <coughs> and I was like, slay. And she was like, F1 racing. And I was like, I don't know a single thing. I gen- like genuinely don't know a single thing about it. I didn't know. Does this have something to do with the Charles guy mm. who's stunning? Yes. And she said yes. And I said, <laughs> slay. Right on. Perfect. <laughs> What's his full... I can't say his name. Charles Leclerc. I can't say his last name. Charles Leclerc. Le- Leclerc. Leclerc. It sounds like you're saying Eclair Leclerc. because he's French. And then Le- it sounds like... Leclerc. And then it sounds like you're being like a slur. <laughs> well, I think Charles it's- Croissant. Charles Eclair. <coughs> well, it's hard. Okay, I think it just Maddie sounds bad in Australian accent. Everything sounds bad in an Australian accent. It equally sounds horrific in the American accent. So, Yeah, that's fair. Everything sounds bad in American accent yeah. too. There are very few accents. I think most British accents are hot to me. Very few American the- ones. If you say roof, aluminum, or caramelised... You're not hot. That's true. The other opposite. Or if you say water, Vitamin? water. The English say I don't like that. Water, water, like a New Yorker. What did you say? Vitamin. Vitamin. Yogurt. Yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> so making me laugh. It's making me cough, which is making me hiccup. Okay, well we'll wrap up. Okay. Um, if you want to follow the pod, you can at WTFH Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. I will get around to posting shit. It's just. If you haven't noticed, we've not recorded in, I think, two weeks. It felt longer. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> Look. We've been busy. I'd rather we take... Time for perfection. Random breaks, inconsistent breaks. Mm-hmm. And still be doing it and having fun and all this stuff and having a lot to talk about. Yeah. Then rocking up and being like, hey, work was shit and I'm depressed. <laughs> You know? Yeah, which is basically just what we text about. So. Until we're the number one podcast in the world, mm-hmm. we are going to have to keep our day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so deal with it. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter where I tweet about Ryan from High School Musical having raw, hot, gay, sweaty oh sex. God, this was iconic. Go follow me there, Nick underscore sushi, and I see underscore sushi. <laughs> um, what about you, Maddie? Uh, if you want to see me talk about literally nothing at the moment because yeah. I'm not posting. Her likes are private, but if her likes weren't private, you'd see a lot of shirtless photos of F1 drivers. I'm really sorry, but that's true. <laughs> Some Look, it, so it, you know, males are going to be objectified. So someone has to do it. Why not us? I will willingly Why not sacrifice us? myself. Tune in next time for when we give the definitive ranking of F1 drivers based on how hot they are shirtless. Done. Absolutely done. Easily I can find all 20, so. <laughs> I think we'd kill it. I think we would too. Um, yes, social media, at Maddie. real underscore Fuck. Maddie, M-A-D-D-I-E underscore. They're all down below, as you as you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks very much for listening. No. Thanks so much for listening to What the Fuck is Packing in the Podcast. We're gonna we're gonna both try and sing. It's like a few months ago we had a conversation about how many songs can you sing and not get a single thing a wrong. A few months ago? That was like a year ago. Sure. 
Paris by Taylor Swift is one of my very few. <laughs> I don't know why. All too well, 10 minute version. Same. No. Yes. I'll test you on it and I think you'll be wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. I, um, I don't think I remember many of the words for the How national anthem. How are we going to test this? We're going to sing it at the same time and one of us is going to fuck it up. Okay. <clears throat> Ready? Uh, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Count, count me down. <laughs> Three, two, one. I'm uh, missing st- your strawberry kisses. <laughs> No? I was so ready to sing the National Anthem. Strawberry Kisses by Nicki Minaj is the National Anthem. I know the song. It is the National Anthem. (laughs) And if you're telling me Strawberry Kisses by Nicki Minaj is not the National Anthem. I was so fucking ready. Then you better be telling me that absolutely everybody by Vanessa Amorossi is the National Anthem. Untouched by the the Veronica's. Untouched is option three. (laughs) What's not the National Anthem is Australians all let us rejoice. (laughs) I was so ready to... (laughs) To be fair, I genuinely don't remember the actual lyrics to the actual oh, national anthem. Oh my god. But um, okay, thanks so much for listening. To what the next time Having podcast. a podcast. Bye. And for listening to us see you times. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.